This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Gorn Geo, coming to you live from the Traveling Gold 4 Tough Studio on the fan and across the country on CBS Sports Network. If you're on the free Odyssey app, Boomer Sick, Jerry in for Boomer. And joining us right now on this wonderful CBS set is Steelers defensive tackle Cam Hayward, who is one of the nominees for the 2022 Walter Payton Man of the Year, one of the highest honors that you could have as an active NFL player. And that NFL Honors show was tonight, so we will talk to him about that. But, Cam, good morning. How are you? I am good. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, a lot of players, they don't like Radio Row. They don't like the media. They have to do it. But you're a guy who wins the award by the Pittsburgh Steelers beat writers for being, like, the best player to deal with the media. The Chief Award. Yeah, the Chief Award. And I even saw you write a letter to the media at the end of the season. Somebody tweeted it out where you're Mm -hmm. thanking them for their coverage and everything. Yeah. Like, how did that happen? (laughs) Like, everybody hates the media. You you seem to enjoy it. Everybody hates the media. Um... Well, we're dealing with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys are a little busy. Not been a great time with the media and athletes. (laughs) I think it's a great time for the media and athletes. Um, You know, I I really approach it as you guys have a job to do. Um, And now I'm part of the media, so I have a job to do as well. But, uh, you know, we have a job to do. Uh, As long as you're respectful, um, you know, I'm going to be respectful to you. And, you know, we can create a relationship that way. Um, You know, my mom would kill me if I treated anybody wrong and you know in these interactions I want to make sure I uh, you know always have your best interests at heart as well well, that, that is something that you don't hear our best Ever. interests at heart. <laughs> man, oh, man. And I know you're actually not lying to us, too, which is which is nice to hear. <laughs> the one thing that amazes me in terms of this award, but more so mm-hmm. of the NFL athlete, are the stories that are never told. Like, you know, somebody does something wrong, it gets blown up in the newspapers, yes. and it gives you a bad reputation. And this isn't about football. This is about what you guys do off the field. When I covered the Jets mm-hmm. in 07 and 08, and I think the Giants in 04, I could not believe how many guys were visiting hospitals yeah. going to food pantries on their day off on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. How much of that goes unseen since you're in, involved in it and, and you see it every every week? You know, it's, it's unseen a lot by a lot of great athletes and a lot of great men. Um, you know, and the great thing with this award, Nationwide is really magnifying that and giving the platform to really show these guys on the highest showcase. And I'm just appreciative of that. Um, I can't tell you the amount of guys that just go to Children's Hospital just to interact with kids and they don't want a camera near them. Mm. Um, and these nominees for the 32 guys, it's, they've been, 
I think Nasewide has donated more than $1.5 million to each of, not to each of those guys, but around the league. Mm-hmm. And I'm just appreciative to be a part of, you know, the company that comes along with it. Um, you know, you hear about the guys like Jim, uh, Jerome Bettis and Franco Harris and Joe Green. Those are my Steelers. And we all know them for how good they were on the field, but we also know them how good they were off the field. And they were just, they were larger than life personalities. And they cared so much. And you see the love through the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Talking to Cam Hayward, Pittsburgh Steelers defensive end. He is one of the Walter Payton Man of the Year uh, finalists for uh, 2022. There is a player nominated from each team. And I'm thinking that because they're trotting you out there, that maybe there's a reason why and you're going to win it this year. I told you I can't take the bait. You know, I I don't want to fall for it. I don't want to get too excited. I'd love to win the award. But, uh, you know, there are a lot of guys doing this as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and Boomer, actually, he combs through that. He votes on it. He showed me the booklet. I mean, in every... Every single player, that because they have all the stats on what you do off the field, every single player deserves to win it. They that's do. That's nominated. They do. And, you know, that's the hard thing. It's, you know, it's 32 guys, and they are all more than deserving of winning this award. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really a pleasure when you get to know the Peyton family. Um, the Walter Payton family, because Connie, the mother, um, and then Brittany and Jarrett, the son and daughter, they do an amazing job of just understanding the platform and understanding um, we're blessed to be a blessing. That's Connie's always saying. And uh, I just can't say enough about the great people are associated that make this ward what it is today. How in the hell did you guys lose to Zach Wilson? <laughs> that was terrible. I was I was a little bit under the weather. I'm not going to lie to you. It was not. Oh, really? I won't mention that. I wasn't on the injury report, but I was a little bit sick that week. There had to be something. Because after we had a that, bug going around. Right, because after mm. that game, Zach Wilson was like the worst quarterback I've ever seen. But somehow he like it manages fourth quarter comeback against you guys. I was like, what the hell? I don't think TJ played in that game. TJ didn't play. um, And I think we were just starting Kenny for the first time and he was getting his feet wet. Um, Another big thing going in, Brees Hall was still around. He was hurt. And so that kind of changed things for him on the back end for them. Um, You know, I know things didn't go well with Zach Wilson, but uh, (laughs) it wasn't just Zach Wilson. There were a lot of key ingredients to well Garrett Wilson my Ohio State Buckeye played very well that game I gotta yeah. give it up to him so uh, and Quentin Williams was a monster all season for them yeah and he's gonna get paid do you he keep is. up to, to up to date with all of not all but a lot of the guys <laughs> from around the league that went to OSU I try to yeah um, luckily they're all good players so it, it doesn't make it that hard on me you know you got Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, Chase Young coming back off injury. Then you get the young guns. You got Justin Fields, Garrett Wilson, uh, Chris Olave. It's really nice to see those Buckeyes doing well around the, around the year. Now, you've got your podcast <laughs> that has been very popular because you're honest and yeah. you talk about things around the league. Are you conscious, though, of not making those bad headlines? Because you know how this works, right? Right, I mean, like, right. I feel like earlier in the year there was something that you said that you had to like answer for, too. But I, it might be there's a million podcasts. But you have, you have, everybody's got a podcast. Everybody's got a podcast. Everybody's got two podcasts. Um, so are you conscious, like, making sure that as an active player, you're not, like, trashing anybody? I think that was one thing I went in saying. Um, I'm not going to use this to trash anybody. I'm going to use it to provide my insight um, and continue to just keep elevating those around me. Um, we have the saying called not just football. That's what we're called, not just football. We're going to talk football, but we're not just going to talk football. We're going to have some fun. We're going to dive into what people like, what they want to uh, bring to the um, 
to the front. And, you know, we bring players on, and you get to see another side to them. And that's all I really want to do is just elevate those guys um, because we wear helmets all the time. Let's take the helmets off and see what's under there, and you'll, you'll really find some great stories. Walter Payton, Man of the Year nominee, Cam Hayward, Pittsburgh Steelers defensive tackle, joining us. The NFL honors are tonight. I know I'll be uh, rooting for you. I did spend five years in Pittsburgh, and you were one of the guys when I'd go into the locker room that I knew you would like give me a good, solid <laughs> five minutes. And uh, the other guy, Max Starks, when he was there, he was Max. one. He was a go-to guy. Uh, Kelvin Beecham was another oh, one. Beach is my guy. I used to go to the offensive linemen because they, they were not pretentious at all, and you weren't either. Um, uh, who else? It's so, usually the guy. Foster was great too, Ramon Foster. It's usually the guys that don't get any love that want to talk to the media. So. Yeah, <laughs> right. it works like. And you that. were a rookie, so like you had no choice at that point. <laughs> um, but you've stuck with it. But I want to tell you a story. So, it was one time I was interviewing. It was Kelvin Beecham mm-hmm. and uh, Rashard Mendenhall was still on the team, Fair. and and he came up and stood right next to me, completely buck naked, <laughs> oh. with a, and, and okay. was like this far away from my face to try to make me feel uncomfortable <laughs> with his giant penis. <laughs> and I wanted to ask. Did he only do that with me, or did he do that with other reporters as well? I'm going to go out on a whim and say it was only for you. <laughs> man, man, what did I ever do to him? See, this isn't only about football, too. Yeah, yeah. We're going for it. Oh, you didn't think I was going to deal with this this morning. No, no, no. Yeah, that's the way I felt when Boomer called out sick. Um, so uh, so anyway, I, w- I want to ask you, you know, something serious because mm-hmm. you, you did play with Antonio Brown, and he mm-hmm. is, you know, we, we laugh, but we also are like, there's something going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, from your perspective having shared a locker room with him because when so i was there when he first got there too it was the young money family it was uh mike mm-hmm. wallace it was the bugatti man. boys You're right exactly <laughs> yeah and he called himself turk he's like oh, i was i'm locked up my man's turk and then uh you had uh mike wallace emmanuel sanders and antonio brown then he caught the the, the in the playoff game against the ravens caught the ball against his head mm-hmm. and then he took off from there right and he was great he actually recorded a message for my wedding that we played. He was wow. like, glasses up, Gina and Greg, this whole thing. So he was awesome. And then yeah. all of a sudden it turned. Yeah. And now he's where he is. So what's your opinion on where Antonio Brown is and how it happened? Um, I think when you look at it, one thing I'll never take away from AB is he is the hardest worker in the room. Hardest worker. Um, you know, I think there... we. I think we all lost translate translation with with AB over the years. Um, you know, we it's not like we haven't reached out, but yeah. we've always just wanted the best for AB. And um, he's his own man. He's going to make his own decisions. I can't really judge what he does. Um, all I can say is I'm hoping for the best for him. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that going forward um, we're able to just, you know, Bring the best out of AB because that's all we want. We want AB to su- succeed in anything. Um, you know, you don't go around this league um, and play as long as he did and be at the top of his league without, you know, really dedicating yourself to your craft. Um, I've got a, a chance to interact with his family. Uh, I remember his son's always running around sure. like, you know, it, you start to think about the times where he's going at a player or, you know, but then you start to remember the times he was always in the locker room and he was having great interactions. And, you know, I remember Ryan Clark always taking care of his son. And, you know, I remember Ben always um, spending extra time with A.B., little A.B. And um, one thing you never take away from A.B. is that smile. Yeah. Because 
man, whatever's going on, once he smiles, it makes you want to smile. So it's 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 a it's it's interesting. I haven't talked to him in a while, but uh, you know, always rooting for that guy. This may sound stupid, and if yeah. it is, slap me. It's fine. <laughs> in the last ten years, we've uh, seen these things take right. off with the social media, the stuff yes. in the locker room. Is it possible? That all the love that guys, maybe someone like him, mm-hmm. was seen and showed. He kind of gets you a little bit, and all of a sudden you start performing for this, and things take the wrong turn. You know, I think we're all still learning about that. You know, uh, you think about all those years where there wasn't social media, and you start to think, what if there was social media back when Michael Jordan was playing? Sure, yeah. <laughs> and it would have been crazy, but um, I think... Sometimes the phone does or the social media does um, distract and take away from what's really going on. And you're not able to have those social interactions like you've had in the past. But um, they're, on the flip side of it, you're able to elevate great things that are going on, like Nationwide, like the Walter Payton Man of the Year. So, you know, there's a give and take in both. But um, I think we all have to have uh, the literacy and, you know, the awareness that goes along with it. Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year, presented by Nationwide. One of the finalists here, Cam Hayward. He has to go. We could talk to him all day. Uh, who do you think your biggest competition is? I will trash that person on the air Ooh. trying to take them down for you and just make up stories about how horrible they are. Can we do the all 31 of them? <laughs> all right. Well, it'll take us. We have like 45 minutes left. I'll get there you to every go. single Too bad you got to go. Them. I saw Bettis at the Waste Management yesterday on 16. Uh-huh. Nerve-wracking. You got to be doing that. Yeah, that would have been nerve-wracking for me as well. I'm not going to lie. Pretty good. Does anybody make you sing that nationwide song? I've done it once. Yeah. But, like, they made me do the video, but I think they just deleted the coverage because it was just so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I won't make you do it. Nationwide is on your side. There There you go. There you go. That's free. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck tonight, all right? Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right, Cam Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Watch the NFL Honors tonight. Walter Payton Man of the Year presented by Nationwide. Um, Thanks, Cam. We'll see you later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Arizona presented by Casamigos. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Road to Arizona also brought to you by Optum. Get closer, go farther. And by Key Food. Get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. All right, Jerry, we have made it all the way till 925. How about you have, that? You have done everything today. You have done updates. Where's the vacuum? Show. Yeah, that's right. Al told me I'm vacuuming the set when we're yes, done. Yes, right. Right before Rome starts. So <laughs> you'll have a little bit of time after the podcast. Are you going to cancel the podcast today? On the no, Jerry we still sake? do the nope. podcast. No, 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 no. I, say, give this I love doing the podcast. Give this man a breather for it's crying out It's right. 7.30 in the morning out here. We're fine. Yeah, true. Right? Right. Right, right is right. Uh, what do you got over there? We man? are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We're also brought to you by Edison Heating and Cooling. Here's what we got. Kevin Durant stinks, and Kyrie Irving stink, and they're both gone. Uh, Irving traded the other day. Durant got his wish and was traded late last night, early this morning, to the Phoenix Suns, along with T.J. Warren. And so, if you're a Nets fan... He's gone. Uh, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder coming back in the deal. Four unprotected first-round picks in 23, 25, 27, and 29. And a draft swap in 28. So they have stockpiled, the Nets have, uh, a lot of, uh, of draft picks going forward. Here was Kyrie Irving. He certainly found out about this. He played late last night, which is why we have these clips. They were in Los Angeles against the Clippers, a game they did win. We'll get to his game in a moment. Um, here was Kyrie talking about how right off the start essentially it seemed like something wasn't going to work out no i think if this was in the works like after year one i wasn't sure about whether or not i wanted to be in brooklyn long term again because of things that was happening behind the scenes i I just uh, did my best to put my head down and uh, work as hard as i could there were some unfortunate circumstances that came up there that were out of my control you know what and here's another here's another example of him being a phony yeah if he if he wanted out, what is he negotiating with them for last week? <laughs> right, absolutely. Because if there are no conditions to that contract, guess who signs a four-year deal with the Nets last week? Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant would have stayed there, and they would have done this for another three years or four years after this. So, yeah, I mean, after year one, this was in the works. Everybody's a phony. Everybody's a hypocrite. Yeah, but he he's exceptionally really? terrible. Oh, exceptionally money, terrible. Money, 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 money. That's all it is. Here's another one from Kyrie. Um, talking about how things went awry. There were some unfortunate circumstances that came up there that were out of my you. control, um, whether it be the mandate with the vaccine or um, missing games being suspended or, you know, just little things that I think, uh, you know, just put just wrenches in our, in our journey. And I backed this guy. <laughs> I, I did. Is this I really the worst did. one of your entire sports life? Is this is the wrongest you've ever been? <laughs> if that's a word. Um. Yeah. And I, you know what? And you know what really got me was these damn podcasts. Yeah. You know, if you take them 
from what we see on a daily basis and the, the newspaper articles and the post-game press conferences and the stupidity that has happened over the course of the last few years, you'd have to be an idiot to back them. But I sit there and I listen to these podcasts where I feel like the cameras, while they're on, they're off in terms of the magnitude and how many there are. And I feel like they're just being them. And Durant sold me as a listener to the ETC's podcast. He sold me a bill of goods about how much he enjoyed it here. And it was about basketball and not other nonsense, blah, 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 blah. And if you listen to Kyrie Irving, he really came across as someone that was a next level thinker. And I'm, I mean this when I say this. And I was, I bought in. I really bought in. And I, when he would sit there and say how much basketball meant to him and how much he loves playing with his friend, I really thought the two of them it would make it work somehow in the end. And one of the takes originally with Kyrie Irving going to the Nets was he chose this place. He grew up there. Yes. He grew up a Nets fan. So that's why it was going to work. And these other places, it just wasn't for him. You know, he got traded to Boston. He was selected in the draft by the Cavaliers. But this is the place he always wanted to be. Now he's telling you after year one, it was behind the scenes to get the hell out of there. Right. So those are the clips you just heard. What a mess it was. And yet he says this. I'm happy that I could look back on that journey and reflect and say I learned a lot of things from those guys and my teammates in Brooklyn um, and just my journey throughout this. So thankful for them. Couldn't play with them. BT sent me the article from 2019 where he hates his teammates. Right. I don't know. And yet you got guys like Cam Thomas and Nick Claxton that gush over how great he is in practice to them. I don't know what who he is. Well, part of you's got to be relieved. I know you're angry this morning and you're annoyed. I think part of you has to be relieved that this is just over with and it can't go wrong any more than it has. I don't disagree with that. I think there's a portion of this, um, a part of me, that you turn the page now. You've got great young talent. I really do. I think they've got great young talent, a boatload of picks. I think they will become a likable team albeit not one that many people are going to pay attention to now because they don't have a great name value. Yeah. But I do think that they will be perhaps better for it going forward if, in fact, with the way it was. Uh, as for Irving and his debut with Dallas last night, it went pretty well. Henson to Irving, right to left, stops the foul line, pops it over Zubats, and he hits. And a nice job. Got into that soft spot of the defense. A 20-point game for Kyrie Irving in his Mavericks debut. And that was Dallas Radio with the call. He would go for 24, uh, did Kyrie Irving. And the Nets wound up with a 110-104 win last night. Now, again, these clips are going to be just a few hours before they make the acquisition okay. of Kevin Durant. So this one is the owner, Matt Ishbia. Is that one right? Matt Ishbia. Um, here he was. Let's see. This is in terms of the way the team was constructed at the moment. I love our team. Give credit, by the way, James Jones is here, and his, his leadership team, like all these guys, they've done a heck of a job, right? They've done a heck of a job building an amazing team. I'm not walking into a team, like, so I feel like we can compete right now with exactly what we have. Yeah, well, they went out and got Durant. I'm going to skip this next one, Zoo. I want to get to the other Ishbia one that Mike inserted in here. So we were talking the other day about hopes and dreams. Yeah, of course. Think it, imagine it, it mm. will happen. Sure. You've got a dream. That dream is alive, even though I say it's dead <laughs> for most people. But for every job, someone's got to actually get that job. So how about this guy's dream, this Ishbia guy? This is him who knew athletically probably wouldn't make it. And look where he ended up. Here was Ishbia. Basketball is my life, a huge part of my life, always has been. And so when I realized I wasn't good enough to be in the NBA, how could I one day maybe play, instead of playing in the NBA, maybe own a team? Huh. And I don't know how realistic that was, but when you set big goals... 
you say win, what's important now, and you start working towards them. That's like some morning show host somewhere in Nebraska that says, I want Giannotti's job. Can't have it. I'll buy WFAN. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And he did it. And by the way, he was a great Man. college basketball player at Michigan State. That is unbelievable. So he actually... I know he was there. Was he a really good player? Yeah, he was a good point guard. Yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. Not good enough to be an NBA player, though. And this is another thing that's interesting about this. So the Nets traded their two superstars to teams with worse records than they have. Sure, yeah. That's another one of these things well, that's mind-blowing. the Phoenix one, though, is that one's a little different. Devin Booker's missed a lot of time. We know how good they should be. But they're both 30 and 26, the Mavericks and the Suns. Yeah, but I, and the Nets are 32 and 22. I think the Mavericks, you're, no, no, you're right on the Maverick one. I think going to Phoenix, I think they are a, I, to me, they are the team to beat now in the West. A hundred and sure. I'm, you'd be a dummy not to say that with them adding Durant. But what but, has that ever happened? You know, with a team with well, better records sells off the teams with worse records. Part and parcel to this whole disaster. Yeah. That we have seen. And I I'm stunned, Eddie. You have not played Boomer laughing at me yet this morning. I guess that's a good thing. Whatever. Uh, the Knicks also were active. They acquired Josh Hart from the Blazers for Cam Reddish and a protected first-round draft pick. We heard last hour from Jalen Brunson. Very excited friends. Um, and he's pumped up for this act. He's a good good player, too, so it makes sense for the Knicks. Jacob Hurdle goes to the Raptors from the Spurs. The Lakers did acquire D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley in a three-team trade that has Russell Westbrook going to Utah, though likely to be bought out, according to multiple reports. Minnesota involved in that deal as well. One other one from the NBA we've told you about all morning, and that was Jalen Brown of the Celtics suffered facial fractures in their win over Philadelphia last night, so bad news for him. Not sure how much time he will miss. Super Bowl 57 here in Phoenix. Here is Andy Reid. A big storyline would be that of Patrick Mahomes, his health. Here is his head coach, Reid. He's been doing really well with with his ankle. Um, And we had a fast practice a couple days ago, and he he moved well. He can really do just about everything, so um, at least everything in the game plan. You know what? And they're showing Travis Kelsey on on CBS Sports Network. I I didn't have a chance to grab it this morning, and I forgot to ask the guys. So the Kelsey podcast came out. Yeah, you know who their guest was. Mm. It's it's really cool, actually. Andy Reid, not Andy Reid, their dad. Oh, that's nice. And it was it was one of those cool fatherly moments. You're a dad now, uh-huh. where he talks about how I've already won. Like, no matter what happens this week, pretty neat, though, to have the three of them uh, on camera. They both already won a Super Bowl, so. I, well, I mean, in terms of this weekend, of course. Nah, absolutely. And then there was a joke thing that CBS Sports put out yesterday, too, like the third Kelsey brother, I think. Did you see this? No, I didn't. I'm pretty sure it was a joke, and it was just a guy who did nothing in his life, and the mom was like, we still love you, you're special. It was very funny. I'm hoping that he, it was a joke, because if it was like true, I'd feel terrible for that guy. Understood. Uh, one big-name player in the NFL has made a decision, and he didn't need a darkness retreat to do it. His name is Aaron Donald. <laughs> so that's part Clever Lang, part Bill Cower. Yes, that's right. And he's coming back to play. Yes.
And so. he is he looks like he's in the best shape of his life, which is almost impossible to think. So he's going to come back. He can't If you didn't leave after the Super Bowl year, you can't leave after that year with a terrible season that the Rams had. I mean, Tom Brady just left after a terrible season. Yeah, but he's like 100 years old. I mean, he still he, could still play. I know he can, but Aaron Donald still got a few more years at a very very high level. Too. What did you think of Gronk saying that uh, Brady should have showed all out? No, you can't do that. I agree. You cannot do that. Whether it looks good or it doesn't look good, you cannot go from being Tom Brady and doing everything the way he's had his career to retiring and then putting your bulge out there. <laughs> and I know what I know what Gronk, his mentality is. And you guys were talking about Gronk. Is he that goofy off the air, yeah. on the air? He is that goofy all time. Everywhere. Every, because I saw him up in Mohegan Sun. There was a FanDuel Sportsbook grand opening mm-hmm. and Gronk was there and there were no cameras on him and he was that goofy and well, his brothers were even goofier right and he's got a bunch of them right like four or five yeah. brothers yep and you think about him aside from health what does he have to worry about nothing, nothing. Gronk right money I mean he's gonna do that FanDuel commercial on the Super Bowl where he's kicking the field goal he's probably getting paid a gazillion dollars for that I mean, he just should not be breaking down football on TV. He's horrible at that. Although it could be so goofy that it's funny. It's possible. I said to Al, make him a sideline reporter. Remember him yes. asking the questions at halftime and after the game? That That's where his role should be. When he's a studio analyst, terrible, but he should, yeah, just be a goofball on the sidelines. Well, you didn't like him pronouncing all the names on Fox. <laughs> no, I know. The <laughs> offensive coordinator is screwing up for oh, Eagles and everything else. Um, Zoo, let's skip the D. Maurice Smith one. That's enough of him. Uh, a couple more from Jay Glazer. So I want to set this up. Jay Glazer went to Baltimore uh, to do some interviews. He went, This is Jay Glazer. Yeah. He's got more money than God. He ended up, I guess, in a terrible hotel. So much so... There were some disgusting components of his room. I don't have a problem with the with the French fries on the floor, <laughs> oh, the no. spiders and the spider webs in the window, oh, no. or the pieces of wallpaper ripped off the wall. Oh. But what the f- is up with all the blood splattered no. all over this wall? What? Yes, yes, yes. Now this was on the BetMGM Unleashed podcast. Here was Glazer again um, as he was asked to be moved somewhere. We'll get you another room. I said, you said there's no other rooms. He goes, well, not at this price point. I was like, what? Well, can't like so, so no. So he's like, we'll you get the Norman you. Bates suite. Oh, he's like, I'll get you uh, the, the best hotel room in town. Well, the best hotel room in town is across the street at this inn. That is a converted schoolhouse, like the freaking shrine. No, no, so he puts no. me in there. I don't get this. Yeah, I, uh, what price point are we talking about? Yeah, seriously. I mean, if he has to step up with his own money as opposed to expensing it with Fox, then just do it. I mean, for crying out loud, you and Al upgraded <laughs> the first <laughs> class of the did. flight out here. You yes, can't we find the place. Yes, I we mean, did. My lord. By the way, Jay Glazer, the fattest face for an in shape person I've ever seen. He's fit. He's very fit, yes. but he still has a very very pudgy face. He well, I mean, how does that happen? That's his face. I know, but you're there. He's, he does a it's not like he's thinned out. He's strong, he's stocky, and he's built. Giant head, though. Well, we know some people with giant heads. <laughs> uh, one more from Glazer, where he went for some assistance. So I call Rex Ryan and Mike Pettin. I say, hey, what you guys at the pub, they say, yeah, I need you to get the biggest steak knives you have over there. I need you to come over and meet me at this hotel, because I'm sleeping with these knives in this hotel. That is unbelievable. So, anyway, I thought that was kind of goofy. Uh, hockey last night. How about the Rangers, Boomer? Miller off the boards of Chelsea. Breaks in two on one. And 
and 4-3. The final score, Mika Zibanejad made it 4-2. So he had what turned out to be the deciding game-winning goal, whatever you want to call it. Rangers with the victory last night, along with Kreider uh, and Zibanejad, Philip Hedl, and Alex Lafreniere scoring goals. Igor Shosturkin with 22 saves for the Blue Shirts. Tonight you've got, uh, they are off, but the Devils take on the Kraken, and it will be the Canucks and Islanders coming up later tonight. Time now for what they call moment of the day. It's going to be a you scream by yourself. Brought yep. to you by Casim Al. Get in on this. I got it. Brought I'm to you by Casamigos it. Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Oh! <laughs> Very well done. All right, moment of the day. I think it was last hour or the hour before that. This is Eddie who is here. We can't see him. He's in another room, but he made sure to interject himself into the conversation so he could set himself up with some funnies. So I'm thinking if we get sick from Boomer, it's not going to be now. Yeah, it's it going to be, no, this is when it's going to be, tomorrow, if he comes back, and then he's spitting, and he still has the job. Can I sit him. there? <laughs> sure. That's the last thing I need this weekend. No, I know. So, gee, do you know what he might have eaten? Uh, I did not. Crabs. I did not ask. Placenta milkshakes. <laughs> what? What the, the hell? Penis head fish. All right. Okay, Eddie. <laughs> Usually, Eddie says it in my ear for me to set up the drop. This time, he's, he's setting himself up now. <laughs> How can I get the placenta milkshake drop in? Let's see. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I can hear him laughing from here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Moment of the day. You guys have a great Thursday. Yes, you too, Jerry. You're going to be here next segment, so don't say oh, goodbye that's yet. that's right. Remember that? You're still hosting. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Boomer and Gio coming alive from the traveling go. built for tough studio. Jerry Recco is vacuuming the front of the stage right now because he has done everything else today. He has done the warm up show. He has done four hours of hosting after the warm up show. Uh, he is doing the podcast after the show, and he figured in a break he might as well clean. Well, so, listen. <laughs> 
We have to have a clean set. Boomer's coming tomorrow. We need the germs picked up. <laughs> and quite frankly, why not? Right, exactly. Oh. You haven't even come back yet on TV, so you might as well... Uh, it turned off. Oh, it turned off? What happened? Oh, my goodness. Bags full. Is that what happened? <laughs> After the, all, that's how much bag, schmutz was in there? It's back on. It's back on. Oh, it's back on. We're okay. good to go, yeah. All right, all right. Very good. <laughs> yeah, see, you hear that? It's whistling because the bag's full. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Disgusting. It is swear. disgusting. The people are just disgusting. Garbage. Filth. <laughs> Total filth. Pigs is really what we're dealing with in this place. Yeah. Total pigs. Jim right. Rome's goatee hair on the ground. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, oh man. Come on. Uh, I think we're good. This looks pretty good up here now. Yeah, it does. No carpet fresh. Yeah, you need a little bit of that. A little Febreze. Were you ever the type to do this stuff at home for your mom and your dad? No. Absolutely not. Not at all? No. For real. Vacuuming and cleaning? No, like, you know, outdoor stuff I would two do. Two things I like, vacuuming and painting. Really? Yeah. You very, like to vacuum? I don't mind it. You don't mind it no, different than you like no, it? No, my mom used to ask me to vacuum all the time. Did not mind it one bit. I actually didn't mind doing laundry either. See, that... Like, not folding. That's the worst. But the, that's really laundry not, is the worst. We're not pounding the clothes over a rock by the lake. Yeah, I know. I just... The old... Because I wait. I let it build up. I do a ton of it. And then I have to... Well, that's a mistake. And then this folding takes forever. <laughs> Again, the folding part, not so much interested in, but the actual washing of the clothes, put them in the dryer, put the little fabric softener in, it's never bothered me. Because the with the vacuum comes out, both daughters think it's like the coolest thing, the vacuum, and they'll get like a, a, a broom or whatever, and they're doing this stuff. And I take videos every time they do it, so I can show them when they're teenagers, and they tell me to go <laughs> F myself when I tell them to clean the house up. <laughs> See, you used to do this when you were younger. This is when you were cute. Uh, Arizona. <laughs> That's not nice. Presented by Casamigos. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. The Road to Arizona is also brought to you by Optimum. Get closer, go farther. And by Key Food. Get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. So I was thinking about this. And you tell me if this is a good idea or a bad idea. So uh, I, Gina, I just texted her that, you know, Boomer is sick and has uh, the uh, whatever virus or food poisoning. You should probably stay away. So, yeah, I was like, listen... I'm not feeling well right now. <laughs> I'm feeling fine. But I was like, I'm just not feeling well. You know, you sh guys should do your own thing. And then I sneak over to the waste management. What do you Don't think about take that? any video. Don't take any pictures. No, it'll all be in my brain. I won't take any Where does she think you're going to be? Like, I get that thinking. If you're telling her you're not feeling well yeah. and you're not in the room, where are you? I got a problem solver right here. I have two hotel rooms, by the way. The one that I initially stayed in for the first two days where you guys are. I have that for the rest of the week, and I still have the key. Oh, jeez. So I'll just go right back down there, theoretically, and I'll be hanging out there and puking my guts out in that room, and I'll really be at the waste management open. I will tell you this. Mm -hmm. Probably not the best idea, but... I think it's genius. But, but well, it is, unless you get caught. Right. I will say, however, if you could find a way to get there, get there. This is what I'm saying. This is my only way to get there. Yeah. Got, got no other choice. Mm hmm And I tried. I mean, I asked nicely, hey, can I just a uh, couple hours, maybe you guys do something else? And your, your daughter probably wouldn't be into this. No way. Yeah, no, all, I know. All I hear I is it's just drunken people and lots of bare chests and things like that. No, there's not. It's not that bad. But, it, yeah, no, it's a party for sure. No, you're right. It's not the place for a five-year-old. No. No, not at all. And, and it just, it, it wouldn't work out. And then I got... You know, Lee Einsider saying there's a Casamigo suite there. Oh, he's like, killing me. Go up to, right, exactly. You hang out there. Clooney will be up there. You guys can hang out. Mm. And Gina's like, no, we're going to go to the butterfly exhibit. Is that what you're doing? I think so. Yeah, there's like a butterfly hole where there's like live butterflies that fly around. So, 
Have fun, Dad. <laughs> Have a good time. Well, I've, I feel kind of responsible, though. Of course I, you are. i got to be honest with you. I feel like I've grown up this week. It's not it's, all about me anymore, you know? This is the good and the bad. The good is you're being a good dad, yeah. and you're giving her a blast of a week. Sure. The bad is you're here for work. They're on vacation. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as your day's over, theoretically, you should be able to go home and take go home. Go back to the room, take a nap for a couple of hours. It's not like that. Well, actually, I do. That's oh, one you can. Thing. That's one thing we bargained. Because it's so early? I said, you go, do whatever you got to do. I will sleep for an hour, and then I'll meet you. I need an hour. All right, that's fair, then. That's so, fair. So we've done that. I told you there's, I found this place, and I think, I know it's an old cartoon. Maybe she wouldn't even care for it. But I think it's about three hours away. It's called Bedrock City. And it's supposed to be like a, a recreation of the Flintstones. Yeah. Which sounds Awesome and three the, hours away. That's the prob- So that's so the problem I'm even running into now. We're only talking about today at this point, but the problem I'm running into is everything either costs a fortune mm-hmm. or is two and a half hours away. In this case, it's like two fifty. But the photos look so cool. I was really tempted to do it one day this week, but it's, you're talking sick. And I don't have a car, right. so I need to rent a car for the day. I'm not Ubering. To, and oh, Good luck with that. You are Al. You are right. Um, which you, you talked about. Remember, I asked you about the Uber if they know where you're going. Yes. So yesterday when I got picked up, I specifically asked the driver because you know our Uber ride was 35 minutes back from the Waste Management uh, Phoenix Open yesterday. So we get in the Uber car. Very well done too. They have a complete. Uh, parking lot just for Uber and Lyft, and when as soon as you get there, you put your you put your uh, request in, and the cars are sitting there, so you're picked up within minutes, if that. And so I got in the car, and he's like, "Oh, go, hey, you were Jeremy." I'm like, "Do you know where we're going?" He goes, "No idea." I'm like, "Do you know how far the trip is?" He goes, "Well, it looks like it's going to be twenty something miles." I'm like, oh, "Okay, so you know that." And then he pops it in. You're already in the car, and then he knew at that point. So you're right; they don't know, and they're taking it blind. They are taking a blind. Only distance. That's all they know, Jerry. Yeah. Which is why when you get in the car, sometimes they ask where you're going. I'm like, you know where I'm going. No, they yeah. don't. It's on the map. That was news to me this week. Man, I just went back into my childhood because of this Bedrock City yeah. situation. You want to know why? So I put Bedrock City in. I go images, and I look at it. I'm like, I know this from somewhere. Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Which was a movie that was so popular. That's where he went? When I was... No, I wasn't there. He he was there. They I filmed, said him. Yeah, oh, yeah. They filmed scenes in there. He was in this big dinosaur, and he was sitting... Really? There, and then the, the guy, he was, like, hitting on the girlfriend of a big dude, and he was chasing him with a dinosaur bone around Bedrock wow. City. I'm like, I know this from somewhere. That's fine. Now, I've seen that movie a long time ago. I don't really remember it aside from him. <laughs> on the bike right. and all that. But I don't, I don't remember that. I... It just looked really cool to me. Yeah. So now, and it's just a shame it's so far. Yeah, there it is. Look at that. Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Bedrock City. And then this is before they caught him whacking it in the movie theater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he, but he was very popular. But talk about a comeback. Pee Wee's Playhouse did come back. Did it? Yes. I'm almost certain of it afterwards. Afterwards? I'm but, almost. But aimed more at adults. Oh, I never watched it. Yeah. Is that true? Yes. Why? Why would they don't want to watch that? Adults did watch Pee Wee's Playhouse. Really? Yeah. That was one of those shows that children watched and adults watched for different reasons. But this one became more like it wasn't aimed at children. (laughs) So you're thinking about divorce. (laughs) What does Cherry think? (laughs) Is that what's going on? I guess. I never saw it. That sounded more like Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) That's true. You're right. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Pee Wee Herman, man. God. What is he? Uh, He should be here on Radio Row with Carrot Top. 
What was that guy's real, Pee Wee Herman's real oh, name? What the hell is he? man. Is he still uh, Paul alive? Rubin. There you go. Jeez. Paul well done. Paul Rubin. Probably yes, he is still alive. I was seeing some of those pictures of Carrot Top on Radio Row, and no one questioning what he looked like. It was yeah. very bizarre, yeah. What do you mean no one questioning? Why? Like they he were just different? like, uh, well, he just is a, a, you know, he's strange looking fellow. Yeah. But I guess he's friends with Stugatz or something. Is he? That's what one of the articles I was reading said. But if he showed up here, if we know what he looks like, why would we question what he looks like? So different? He does look different. Yeah, oh, because you haven't why. seen him in a while. I haven't. Wait, no. and, wait. You didn't see that? I didn't show you that picture yesterday. No. Oh my god. Wait, do you see this? He looks like he's wearing somebody else's skin. Really? I'm not kidding. Is this a Madonna type thing? Close. Yeah. It's it's it's. He looks like the check the Texas Chainsaw Massacre situation. Um, da, 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 I will find it. By the way, I missed Nikki Glaser last week. Here you go. Look at this. Very unhappy. Speaking about comedians. Look at that. Yeah. And nobody's that's real. It. Yeah, that's real. That's from Radio Row. It's a picture snapped to Radio Row. Yeah, and I saw. He a looks video. like Baltazar from uh, Charmed. One of those weird, <laughs> not Baltazar, but one of those weird characters. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, not good. Uh, and by the way, speaking of Levitard and uh, Stugatz, I knew you were going to bring this up. Kind of a not impressive set they got. Well, they only so embarrassing. Dan, well, Dan, <laughs> Dan hates Radio Row, but he's here. He's not here. So Stu Gotts and one of the producers came just to piss him off. And oh, he okay. stays back in the he shop. he stays back. How about that? Yeah. So uh, Stu Gotts actually texted me just to say he loved you. Oh, that's very nice. He said, let uh, let Jerry Recco know I love Recco. How about that? Yeah. Very cool. I just remembered that now because you brought up Stu Gotts. By the way, Paul Rubens, you want to guess the age right now, Pee Wee Herman? 63. 57. 70! Wow. Pee Wee Herman is 70 years old. Damn. What the hell? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.